Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Hunter Harrison. My name is Jay Schaefer. Okay, so let's finish our conversation. What's up, guys? How's your day been? Hunter what was up? just telling us how he passed his fitness test. What I'm up? really what sad up? that we took away the camera because we can't see Hunter's cute hair. I mean, look at him. Know, dude. dude, it looks so good. So fit. Look at him. I mean, dude, I wish <laughs> I wish I could have as cute a face as He's you do. So fit. I mean, it's I'm really me and Chase go to the gym every day at all the glory to together God. just to look like you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. If I really have been like glad we I'm glad bitching. we took the camera How much away. Have you been yesterday 390 what was it? Like uh 135. <laughs> 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 no, actually I, I actually I did That's I did funny. more than I thought I was going to do did yesterday. like 150. Like 155 something yeah. like that, yeah. Proud of you. Not bad, not bad. It's impressive. We're going to hit the gym on Saturday, me and Levi. Yeah, are. come with us. We're going to do we're going to suffer is what we're going to do probably. Drill. Uh, well, we're actually gonna come out at the base to do it. Can I leave drill? To oh, maybe. Oh, that's I awesome. We'll have to see. Okay. Um, <laughs> Please. How much you benching now, Hunter? Uh, heck, dude, I don't really know to be honest with you. I don't ever do the bench because I'm always alone. Yeah. Not, well, yeah. And I just I don't want I don't know I don't want to fool with that. Jack yourself up? No. Because I you know I want to build up on it, but like if I throw too much on there and I can't get out of it then I'm just kind of screwed yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. unless I have somebody with me I normally don't do the bench it's press scary. Well, me and Chase been working hard on the, the airplanes bro. oh yeah you know Chase A-roll. is a pressurization expert now. oh my gosh <laughs> we can't go in detail expert. because of the military OPSEC OPSEC <laughs> whatever <laughs> but uh yeah it the base has been awesome it's been really fun hanging out with yeah, you man, it's been getting good. to talk and then um and then, yeah, I mean, things have just been busy, but I mean, they've been really solid, man. So we've been really good around here. Good stuff. So, what do we got on the for today? Yeah. So today we're uh, continuing our study of the book of Genesis, mm. the very beginning um, of the Bible, first book, and we're still talking about Abraham before he got his Abraham. Upgrade. And Abram. actually, today we get to talk about his upgrade. <laughs> Upgrade. Abram, Abram. Yeah, whatever. Abraham. Abraham. Upgrades. Upgrades, people. Bunch of hicks. Yeah, right he, here, he gets upgraded. Um, but today right we're actually. Creek, okay. Yeah, Abraham around here. Abraham. 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 Um, but today we're picking up in chapter 16 and 17. Mm-hmm. Right? So kind of like, a difficult story there. It is. In the beginning. It is. Um, and For 16, most And I kind of wanted to just hit on hit on a, a, a little mm. bit of review. Okay. Um, just to say, you know. To remember a couple chapters ago, you know, at this point in Genesis, we've we, we've already seen that God um, told Abram a- Abram to go forth from his country, right, and he and that God would be with him. So God commands Abram or calls Abram out of his country, tells him to go, um, and that he he would bring forth his descendants, and Abram done so obediently, right? We talked about Abram's faith, you yes. know, he just listens yes, yes, to God, yes. he leaves, he he packs up all his crew, and he just rolls out, um, takes Lot with him. Pesky, pesky law. <laughs> um, he takes pesky him with him, so he, he's obedient. He travel. Uh, he he leaves his land. And he starts to travel to the promised land and all that kind of stuff. But then shortly after, remember, we saw Abram kind of falter, right? So so mm-hmm. he went into Egypt, 
and instead of trusting God, like God had said, hey, I'll be with you, you know what I mean? He didn't trust him. Instead, he, he kind of tried to take care of his own problems and said, hey, you know, when the Egyptians come around, wife, you're just going to be my sister. Right. Right. So so we see him kind of falter out there. He kind of he kind of tries to fix his own issues. And that's kind of what we see today. It's mm-hmm. so like in the last chapter that we covered last week, um, we saw God promise Abram that he would have his own child. Abram. Right. He said, this man w- will not be your heir. But one who will come forth from your own body, he shall be your heir. Mm-hmm. So God tells Abram, hey, listen, bro, you're going to have a real child of your own, you and Sarai, right? Mm-hmm. So don't worry about it. I got you, right? God yeah. promised him. If God promises, God keeps his promise. So then today, once again, we see Abram kind of try to fix his own problem yeah. and not necessarily rely on God. Yep. Um, so we're going to give you a couple of minutes to read chapter 16 and 17 of Genesis. So get out your Biblays, open it up, and read it. Or if you got like audiobook Bible or your something, I don't know, just listen to it. It's a Bible. A Bible. So open it up, read it. We'll give you uh, a few minutes and go. Biblioteca is Spanish for a library, by the way. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for reading with us, man. Um, if you didn't know, Hunter hit you with some Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Bible. I didn't know. Biblioteca. Dude. Listen, Spanish and Spanish 2 were like the only two classes I almost failed in high school. <laughs> Spanish 2 was Who's way I can ba- harder. I can barely speak English. Who's your teacher? We had Miss Miracle. Uh, yeah. I did too. We did. And, that, and I, and I had, had Mr. Jackson. Together. I had Mr. Jackson for Spanish 1. So I'm just not good me. at Spanish, but I'm not really that good at English either. So, <laughs> Dude, for real. <laughs> wow, thanks, Hunter. All language. I'm talking about me. No, you I'm just, not good at it either. You just trashed on him. I was agreeing with you. I was like, dude, same. I relate, but yeah, everyone just always assumes the worst. I don't yep. know what it is. It's just your nice <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. Okay, so uh, into chapter 16. So what's going on, Hunter? Hit us with it. Well, what we have here is uh, big time what we were talking about earlier about how Abram, Abram is, not, is not trusting in what God has set for him. So we have a situation of Sarai. Is that how you say it? Sarai? Yeah. Sarai. Sarai. No, Sarai. Sarai. It's Sarai. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rai. All right. That's uh, Rai. <laughs> She's not not having a lot of luck in the uh, the baby department. Okay. We're struggling, right? A little infertility going on. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they don't like that because they, they want to no. have a child. Mm-mm. That ain't it, bro. They're they like, don't like God that. God told us. Right. What's we have been on? promised nations. Where are my nations? I can't even have one. What's the problem? So the solution they come up with is that she goes out and gets her female Egyptian servant, uh, Hagar, and says, you know what? Just uh, have relations with her and see what we can get here. We're going to get the nations, right? Because... God made this covenant with you, so just impregnate her and we'll get our nations from her, right? There you go. And it's interesting. I actually read, he was in my uh, study Bible that said back in in those days, Jewish law actually was that like, so if, so in this situation, like Hagar would have no claim to this child at all, even though she was the one who, Hmm. you know, conceived it and that was a normal had custom. it for nine months and then birthed it she had no claim to it at all it's yeah. like she didn't even exist it was basically sarai's but yeah, because, obviously because wasn't te- at all because technically at the time i mean sarai was 
or um, Hagar was Sarai's servant. Right. Right. She was basically her slave. Right. So, so therefore, when the baby's born, it's born as a servant of Sarah, or basically right. her own kid. Right. right. But that was common practice at the time yep. in the in the various countries there. So that that is interesting. So yeah, uh, what what happens after that? So so you know she's like, hey, here's my slave. Right. Have a baby with my slave. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. He listened to his wife. Did what wow. she told him. Yet again, we see what happens. Mm. Last time a guy listened to his wife. He ate the apple. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> the fall of man. <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah, I'll definitely that's what happens when you listen. You to should your, listen to your wife. It's good. It's a good. I, thing I don't do. know what that's like. It makes life easier. I'm I'm a bachelor, so Aww. I don't know. But it's even better if your wife is awesome. So when you listen to her, then your wife is awesome. She is. Thanks, bro. She is. <laughs> she is awesome. She's definitely worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you guys done over there? Shut up, dude. You just wish you were cool and you could joke. <laughs> yeah, dude, you talked the whole last episode. You just sit over there. <laughs> dude, I'm not talking. I ain't hey, got notes. You, you come in anytime you want to, buddy. No. I'm not going to stop Who's you. talking next? Okay, you so, go, so uh, yeah, yeah so, so Sarah says to Abram, hey, you know, here's Hagar. Have a child with her because, you know, mm-hmm. God promised us that we were going to have these nations and we we're don't have any children. Create our own plan here. Yeah, let's, on top of once again, let's try to fix our us. own problems instead of relying on God, even though he told right. us exactly what was going to happen. Like, he brought it up three times. Multiple back times. Back in 15. Yeah. Like, he literally brought it up to God personally. And and that's what's funny, too, because, like, he's straight up talking to God, like, on, mm-hmm. like, a, like, on a real level it's where he's like, hey, God, and God's like, well, I'm going to show you a vision. And then he's like, well, God, I, I don't have children. And then he's like, and God's like, okay. And he's like, I don't have children, God. And he's like, I know. I will make you a nation. I don't have children, God. It's like, I know. And Which then, is actually good. I mean, it, it's, yes. it's a good thing that we see Abram when he's anxious or, or, or you know, confused, doesn't understand what's going on. His first reaction was to take it to God. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. However, it, it, he, can't, he can't sit and rest in what God Tells right. Him. Yeah, like he he doesn't he doesn't continue to He's trust push in that. the issue. Right. And then and then right here it's like the uh Sarah was just like, "Here take 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 my servant." And he could have been like, "No." Like that's obviously not right. like uh, or even just pleaded with God been like, "God, what do I do?" Right. Like, God, what do if I do in this situation? Turned it, it turned back to God instead of once again trying to fix his own issues, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. then he would have been mm-hmm. fine. But what happens is um he went into Hagar and she conceived and when she saw um, that she had conceived, she was she was mad, right? She she looked at Sarai with contempt. She mm-hmm. was she was kind of frustrated or mad at Sarai because of what had happened, right? I mean, imagine carrying a child for nine months, and then knowing that when you, when you have that child, you pretty much have to give it up to somebody else's, mm-hmm. right? That you, I mean, you form an attachment to that child right. in the womb and all these various things. So she looks deal. at Sarah with with contempt, right? And then Sarah gets upset about it. Mm-hmm. So she goes to Abram. She's like, hey, we messed up. You know, she's like, may the wrong be done to me be upon you. So she almost, you know, Sarah goes to, to Abram with this plan. And is like, hey, um, here's Hagar. Have a child with her. And then and then Hagar gets mad at Sarah. And then Sarah gets mad at Abram and blames it on him. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, may the wrong done to me be upon you. 
I gave my maiden to your See, arms, but when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her sight. This is what happens when you listen to your wife. Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, Times if we it. want to talk about natural law and how God made things, then Abram should have led his family. Right. So when of his course, wife came to him and said, fault. hey, let's do this, let's do this thing, right? He should have done his role as right. a husband and said, no, no, this isn't right. Let's pray about it. Let's see what God would have us do. Right. If he would, like Chase said, then he, he would have made a different decision. Mm-hmm. Then his wife wouldn't have been mad at him. Right. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, if you want to get down to God's law, the husband is the leader of the household and it really right. is his fault. Right. It is. Right. Yeah. But, and Sarah, I realized that because she's like, you, you, it's your fault. You, <laughs> you did done it. messed up. Even though it was Abraham. my plan. Yeah. So she she probably wasn't thinking that. She was just mad. Hey, Abraham. Okay. So she says, uh, you know, Abram says says back, behold, you, your maid is in your power. Do to her what is good in your sight. Right. So so basically, she comes to Abram and says, she looked at me. You know, now she's mad at me because mm-hmm. she's bearing a child that's going to be mine or going to be yours. Right. And and Sarah's like, so. You know, this is your issue now. And Abram's like, no, it's your issue. She's your slave. You treat her how you want to. You take care Mm -hmm. of the situation. So Sarah treats her so bad that she just leaves. It's crazy. And and she, like, heads back to uh, Shur. I mean, she was in the wilderness. Um, And whenever she's at Shur, I actually look like I saw in my study Bible as well. They they brought it up that Shur is a place... uh, that was south of Canaan and east of Egypt. So she was trying to get back to Egypt, which is her yeah. her original place. So that's so so she was heading back home, or trying to, from where she was sold or given as a servant. Yes. So, and slave slave slavery or servanthood was different in scripture than it was like when we think about American slavery. You know, I mean, we can have that as its own conversation, but it was different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you purchased this person and they sure. were like a objective belonging to you, right? right. You know, you know what I mean. Like People ultimately, still had value. Ultimately, they it was m- most of the time indentured servitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So like, yeah, they had to pay off. Now I don't know. I mean, they were more or less equals, sort of. Well, I mean, not really. They're in still contrast to American what American slavery, slavery was, yeah, pretty yes, much. it was still a person, yes. But like in America, I feel like they they were even stripped of their personhood. It was yes, like they just were a belonging, literally objects. Yeah. So um, that is Tools. worth mentioning. But yeah, so so she's trying to make her way back, and then um, Chase, I know you're pumped up about this part we, you uh, talked about today. Uh, so uh, so lead into uh, what happens as as Hagar makes her way back away from Sarai um, to Sure. Yeah. So uh, as she as she's back and she's in Sure, uh, the angel of the Lord appeared to her. And um, and let me find that part. In uh, verse seven, the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water, and he said, "Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from? Where are you going?" And so you see, basically, the angel of the Lord talking to her, and 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 saying, "I will, I will multiply your offspring." He actually makes a promise to her, mm-hmm. and says, "Like go back to go back to your servant, or yep. go back to the person who you're a servant to." Mm-hmm. Um, I, you will be pregnant with a, a person named Ishmael, which means, um, if I could find it, God will hear. Yep. And then um, he basically gives her, uh, he, he tells her tells her what he will be like. And then after that, uh, she called on the name of the Lord in 13, it says, who spoke to her, you are a God of seeing. So that brings up, uh, or, and then also it continues, truly here I have seen him who looks after me. And so 
it's interesting because in at first it was said in 7 the angel of the lord and then now in 13 and 14 it says she called the name of the lord who spoke to her you are a god of seeing mm-hmm. and um i've seen him who looks after me so who is the angel of the lord is the question right really and that's a good question it is a good question um some people believe and this is kind of where i would fall is that it was om- uh that the angel of the lord is the pre-incarnate christ so that it, it actually was christ um, hmm. The way that you can come to that is it's it, in the Old Testament, the uh, angel of the Lord appears in multiple places. Yep. Um, on top of that, it never appears after you see Jesus, the angel of the Lord, that Correct. specific name. And then on top of that, um, Exodus 3, 2 through 5, is this, that is what um, whenever Moses is approached at the burning bush, um, which I know we've not gotten to, but if you've heard the story, the you know Moses goes to this place that is holy, and it's the angel of the Lord. It says, and um, and basically though, in oh no, I didn't write it down. Oh no, basically I think it's in Acts seven. It refers to that story and calls that angel the Lord God, and it is God. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just here. Hagar calls the angel God. Yeah, and and um, but also, but I was like, there's other references to right. it than a specific reference yeah, that always, mm-hmm, yeah, because people people would be like, well, I mean, that's your interpretation of it, but like, there's multiple times that the angel of the Lord appears, right. um, mm-hmm. and and specifically in Acts seven, it refers to Moses, um, in Exodus three talking to what they consider to be the angel of the Lord, but then it turns, but then Acts seven calls it God. Yeah. So calls it the Lord. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the camp that I'm in for sure. I think it's, it's what you would call a theophany, right? It's an appearance of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it happens all throughout the, I mean, even just the garden, right? We talked about the garden, how God comes walking into the garden, right? Yeah. The Lord. I I think that is just the same, the pre-incarnate Christ, as he comes to to be the messenger uh, of God mm-hmm. um, on earth, uh, as he just as he did in the incarnation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then so like, you know, with the rest of the story, we see uh, after Hagar sees uh, God, she there's a well there that she names uh, Beer Leheroy, which means the living one who sees me, and that's the name of the well, and then. Uh, Hagar bore Abram a son, so she went back. She she did as God commanded her. Yep. So even through all the, um, almost all the sin that we see in the beginning of 16 from um, Sarai and Abram and um, them going back and forth and Hagar leaving, and then she she is the one, though, that is faithful, you know, and she's the one that and do, does as God commands her and goes mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And so um, it's respectful. And she has Ishmael, um, mm-hmm. which is the Ishmael. father of the, the Arab nations. Um, and we see that Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to him. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then we move on to chapter 17. And we see Abram er, now upgraded. <laughs> at, <laughs> with an H and an extra A. And we see um, the the 
Covenant of Circumcision Institute, right? So it says, now when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said to him, I am the God Al- I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly, right? So Abram mm-hmm. fell on his face, and God talked to him, saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you will be with the Father, or you will be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram. But your name shall be called Abraham, mm-hmm. for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. Isn't that cool? His name literally means father of a multitude of yeah, nations. It is so cool. That is such a cool I name. love that in the Old Testament, how you see people's names and like what they mean. Yep. You know, like nowadays, people's like, what's your name? It's like, oh, Zach. It's like, why are your name Zach? Well, my dad thought it was cool. I mean, I'm right. not going mean, to lie. That's what I named my son Mac because I thought it was a cool name. Right. But I think in the Old Testament school, how they put so much thought into father what it means. Nations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Abraham now is is the father of nations. You know, we know him. He, it's funny. Not many people are familiar with Abram. I mean, everybody is, but like everybody just calls him Abraham. Everybody right. knows him as Abraham. Right. right? I mean, that's how would the song Abraham go? Abraham had many sons. I was going to sing that. Many Dude. sons had father Abraham. I was going to be like, you can't make the song I Father Abraham. Them. Just sounds kind of weird. Father like Abraham. Had many sons. Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> well, he didn't know. Father Abraham had one son, but then Father Abraham has many sons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, basically, we see God uh, telling Abraham now that he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a covenant with you." Um, the covenant is established specifically. I think it's talked about in ten, and it says, uh, "This is my covenant, which you shall keep." Um, and, and you got to remember also, he's doing this for not just Abraham. This is many, many generations for like all the generations. Well, yeah. And it actually starts in seven. What? Did I miss something? Well, uh, it, the, the, the covenant in general, he says, I'll establish my covenant between me and mm-hmm. you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. and then in 10, it actually says like what the covenant is, right. which is you shall keep between me and your offspring after you, every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Um, so then he gives the outline on that. But um, so sh- and, and it continues in 13 where it says, So shall my covenant be in your flesh, an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male and 14 who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people he has broken my covenant so that's that's the outline that's that's what god commands not just for abraham yep. but for all, all of the, the generations of him this is it's a big deal i mean this is to set apart them yeah. from other people really yep so yeah, there's the covenant there you go <laughs> you got anything else to add to that about the covenant, Levi, that you know? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I just like to throw out, a lot of people wonder what a covenant is, really. Mm, and it's, sure. it's it's almost like a contract, but but it's way, way bigger than that, right? It's mm-hmm. all about loyalty. So, like, when God makes a covenant, that covenant is eternal, right? Mm-hmm. So he says an everlasting covenant. Right. Um, so this covenant that he makes with Israel is ultimately um, fulfilled and then and then becomes the new covenant right as as yeah. the the circumcision in this way kind of goes away and now we need circumcised hearts as god changes our hearts right and and that's what labels us as part of his people um but ultimately like he god says here here's this covenant right he says 
Um, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you. Right. So ultimately, God is saying, I'm going to make a, a promise to you to always be God to you. Mm. Right. And in, in return, Israel is to be loyal to, to, the, to the covenant as well. Right. Mm. And, and ultimately, not. we know that's what happens. They're not loyal to the covenant. Yeah. And they'll be cut off from his people. If and they break it as the right as as it turns into a new covenant in the prophets and, and they start to talk about now it's it's a new covenant because it's changed as far as um, now God changes our hearts right mm-hmm. now he writes his law on our hearts it's not just a law written here that we have to try to obey right he mm-hmm. he writes it on our hearts and our conscience and all these various things um, but that that that's kind of down the road we'll talk about that um, but yeah so he, he starts the covenant off here um, then God. Um, said to Abram, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. So Sarah gets upgraded as well. <laughs> I think we stopped at 14. Did yep. That's what you had written down. We're done 14, man. Oh, well, I, I re- finished the chapter. Oh, don't do this I read to me. On, but I'm going in blind. Okay. We could keep on going, but you had said... Or we can... The, stop there. Yeah, we'll stop there. That's up. enough. That's enough. You, you we in with the I covenant? Guess I didn't realize. Yeah. So, so that's a good um, place to stop. So, so once again, he he tells him that he's to to um, circumcise all of his okay, all of his descendants mm-hmm. and and servants and all these various things, and the covenant is instituted, and that goes all the way up to the new covenant. Mm-hmm. That that practice of circumcision, mm-hmm. and actually, I mean, I think. I'm pretty sure it's still done in Jerusalem. Is that? Do you know? I have no I idea. Be I don't know for sure, I, but don't, probably. Don't quote me on that. I, I don't know for <laughs> sure. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about Judaism. Probably. That it I mean, it's is an empty religion that them. saves nobody from anything. There, it's right. So in that case, it's still it's still valid for them. Maybe there is no new covenant for them, right? Because they're under the law. Right. So. So maybe. I mean, I know nowadays, obviously, people do it for health reasons, mm-hmm. but that's aside from the point. So, yeah. okay, so um, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked. Good episode, guys. Thanks, Hunter. Yeah, Thanks, Chase. Good episode. Um, and we'll be back with you guys next week for the remainder of of chapter seventeen and chapter eighteen. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. um, so we'll see you then. Bye.